You want to start with the drink? Yeah, let's go. I love Cheers. these. These are the best wine glasses, I know. by the way. You have these really are, good ones. Thank you. I love these. Stemless for the listeners. That's the only way to go these yeah. days. Yeah. Very modern. Louis Martin, Cabernet Sauvignon, 2015. Louis Vuitton! Yeah. Sonoma County. It's good stuff. Ooh, it's, it's a Sonoma one. It's like a mid-teens. It's not expensive. That is one of the next vacations I need to take, actually. A wine? Yes. Trip? Well, um, I'm actually going with Claire and her family and a bunch of her friends to um, uh, a, wi- a bunch of wineries on the east coast of Georgia. I, I know coast is used loosely. So right like there. Savannah? Uh, no, that's southeast. Okay. It's more like uh, like northeast. Okay. I don't, even, I don't even know what's there. Her and her friends are, are big time winos. Yeah. So um, they they know their shit, and we're uh, supposed to be doing that for her birthday, actually. Cool. Her and her sister's birthday, so cool. twins. Um, two quick catch-up things that I thought... Well, one's a catch-up, and the other one is your surprise. That I told you <laughs> so the first one. Did you watch last week's UFC fights? No. So I was at a VR bar. Okay, that's, that's right. A, that's that's right. a really good topic right. that we you talk about. <laughs> so everybody, um, anybody who knows anything, I, I'm, I'm a casual fan. I watch big fights. Tommy got me into it a while ago. And we go to Twin Peaks and Buckhead, and, and it's a great atmosphere, very electric, good times, super cold beer. And this it's is... like ice in the beer cold. Yeah, exactly. Which is awesome. Yeah, so as and long as you're not... boobs. Yes, that too. <laughs> so, and they're huge. Um, God, that... Fried my thoughts. So, the uh, Stipe Miocic, right? Miocic. Miocic. Yeah. And uh, Daniel Cormier. Yeah. Were the were the two big boys here, and this was Cormier coming up to heavyweight, correct? Yeah, because yeah, he's already the light heavyweight champ, and now he's the heavyweight champ. Yeah. So I placed a bet on this, and um, before you go any farther, yeah. Remember, you were asking me questions about who was going to win that fight. Yeah, and, and, I said, and I, you said if you were going to bet, you said DC. I, would bet on, I bet on DC, and my and uncle also texted me and asked me who he. He was like, I think Stipe's got a good chance, and I was just like. I want Stipe to win, but I think, and I told him, I said, I think DC is going to be the next yeah. two weight champ, well, weight class champ. Stipe is this, you know, Google these guys. Of course, you'll have trouble. You just put in S T I P E, you'll find them. But monstrous white guy mm-hmm. with eight, eight extra inches of reach. Mm-hmm. Daniel and Cormier, he's a fireman. A fireman? Yeah, that's he's amazing. He's a fireman and a heavyweight champion. That's amazing. So Cormier is like this shorter. Thick boy, black dude, but it look his his chest just looks like it can take. I'm pretty anything. sure DC's only five eleven, like five ten or five eleven. Yeah, he's maybe just a real big, yeah, big, thick guy. So that and it wound up being a very good fight. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, it didn't last long. It was done in the second round, mm-hmm. I think. I haven't um, even watched the highlights. I should. Well, I won't tell you what happened. No, but, I I know th- I saw the very finish was DC like on top of him on the ground. Yeah, and like he he dropped him. him with a shot to the jaw, and it was over yeah. just like that. I okay. mean, it, and and I freaked out. I was like, oh my god, I just won! So I won like seventy five bucks, and I'm gonna get to something in a, in a second here that was kind of funny, but um, the fight right before the co main. Mm-hmm. That, who was that? It was supposed to be Max Holloway, but it, he actually it was the one the one like guy from the. One of the black guys from Africa or, or, or a country in Africa. Oh, in Ghanu. Uh, it was yes. Derek Lewis and Francis That's Ngannou, correct. Right? Yeah. This was the first time that I've ever I, I brought uh, the Slice Boys. Three Slice Boys. There's a there's a third. Well, there's five brothers, and we I had three of the Slice Boys with me, and I was like, "You guys are gonna love it." Worst fight I've ever seen. Really? 
Worst fight I've ever seen. Did it go five and, rounds? Yes. And, and they both gassed out in the first. Nobody did anything ever. Yeah. I'm not kidding you. At one point, Herb Dean warned them, and he was like, you guys have to engage. That's uh-huh. how bad this fight was. And yeah. they still didn't. Yeah. It wound up being a decision for, for um, Derek Lewis because he actually threw a couple of really bad, mm-hmm. like, slow kicks. But it was horrible. And then I was, I was making sure I wasn't crazy because – they probably thought, like, oh, Alex is making excuses. I was like, you don't understand how bad this is. Mm-hmm. I looked it up online that night, and, it w- and all the commentators were saying it was arguably the worst UFC fight of all time. Yeah, I believe that. I couldn't believe it. I believe that because the actually Stipe fought Francis Ngannou for the title uh, a few months back, and Francis gassed out after the first round and would just look like shit. He like, didn't fight at That's all. That's fine, as long as he fought in the first round. Mm-hmm. But you said he gassed yeah. out. So, anyways... That's done. Won the money. I was on a high. Went out to the parking lot. Tara's truck got booted. Lost all the money. That was great. <laughs> what were you going to continue with? That was... I, I wasn't going to say anything else. I don't think. Oh, you were talking about the VR thing. Oh. If I'll, you wanted to just touch on that. Yeah, sure. So you lost your money play, uh, uh, betting and then getting booted. I didn't spend any money because I went to a VR bar. Well, actually, I ran into my first 5K ever. Yeah. Which was an, an electri- electronic dance music EDM 5K. So as I was running around this parking lot, they set up a track around Which wound up lot, not being a 5K. Which was, ended up only being like two miles total. Uh, they had stages where they were playing EDM music, which was cool. Everybody was, you know, dressed to like in their neon clothes and it, it was neat. Yeah. It, it was probably not, it definitely wasn't a legit 5K, but we had a good time. It was just me, Jimmy, Thomas, and uh, his friend Weston. But, um... Ended up going to this VR bar in downtown called Reverie afterwards, and I've never done VR before. Mm-hmm. And the first person that so we got into a booth, and the first person that got to do it was Claire, and uh, they put they put the VR mask on her, right? And she was screaming, and like I was just I thought that she was just being dramatic and whatnot. And then another person put it on, and they were kind of like looked disoriented. And I put it on because you you can see what they're seeing on the screen. They have it projected on the screen. Yeah, that's, but then they're also that. wearing their actual mask. And then I put it on, and it is hyper-realistic. And it is terrifying. So the game I played was called Plank, which all I did was walk into an elevator. I literally turned around, walked two steps into an elevator, pressed the button to go to the top floor, and then the elevator doors opened up to just a little plank that you walk out off, and then you just fall to the ground. <laughs> and when you land on the ground... I actually, like, I almost got a little sick. I was like, holy shit, yeah. that's a, that was crazy. I mean, it's light years from where it was even a, even a year ago. And they had a bunch of other games that we didn't get to play either. But I did want to mention that I think, I'm pretty sure I told you this, but um, Nancy and Jonathan, the two characters from Stranger Things, so Nancy is Will Byers' sister. Right. Or uh, Michael's sister, and Jonathan is Will Byers' brother, who are, like, kind of together in the show, walked into the VR bar and were... On doing VR stuff next to us, mm-hmm. and Jonathan in is only like five six, five seven, but he looks like he's six foot in the show. Yeah, and he gets on this VR and he must have one because he starts whipping his hands like crazy. And Nancy's just sitting next to him, and our entire group was kind of just peeking over. We didn't want to yeah. bother them because they looked like they didn't want to be bothered. But those are two bona fide stars right, right now. now, huge stars. And I, I was, I was, pre- I was starstruck. Yeah, honestly. starstruck. That's pretty cool, dude. But yeah, that was uh, that was what I was doing instead of your, I love it stuff. 
Um, and now for your surprise, and we'll move on to the topic, which we're going to get heavy this episode. And oh, Tommy God. doesn't know what it is. Oh, but, boy. No, we're going to get intellectual, not okay. heavy. All right. Difference. Um, so your surprise. I, I've had habanero plants for a year, mm-hmm. and I've just put them through hell. And somehow they have endeavored to persevere, as Steve McGuff would say. And they're still alive. I repotted all of them, new soil, everything. I'm giving it one last hurrah, and I'm going to get fruit out of those things. You promise? No. <laughs> um, we're going to plant your boy's ghost peppers after this episode. <sighs> after this episode? Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm scared. Yeah. Well, I, I don't know if I'm going to be able to eat them, man. I, I, well, you told me I couldn't plant them without you, so I don't okay. care if you can't eat them. Okay. Tommy's, you, you, t- you can tell the listeners. I had a good friend of mine uh, pass away a couple years ago in a pretty tragic accident. Uh, right before he passed away, he, him and I were actually doing like pot pepper challenges with each other, just buying or buying and eating habaneros and scorp- scorpion, reaper scorpions, scorpions, reapers, like the second hottest in the world. Oh, so probably scor- not that it was a scorpion. Trinidad scorpions. Yeah. Yeah. We had one of those that we bought it at Publix and, um, and then he was like, I'm going to buy ghost peppers and, uh, eat them. And I could tell it was just getting a little out of hand. And I was like, mm. don't do that. You're going to yeah. die. And ghost, was, go, yeah, right. <laughs> ghost is actually under scorpion. Oh, is it? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I know that ghost peppers are just horribly hot. Yeah. And I, They're worse than habaneros. Maybe a little bit of foreshadowing. I was like, don't do it. You're going to kill yourself. Yeah. And then, <laughs> but and he actually went on a bottom without my knowledge, and they got sent to his house. So I took him as a, a little homage to him. Yep. And Tommy gave me the seeds. Yet, yeah. And, and he said, if and when I plant them, I have to do it with him. So we're going to do that afterwards. And his name is Tim. Yes. So Tim. R.I.P. Tim. We're, we're going to plan them for you, bud. So moving into the topic, and I'm going to segue into it. I've I've made more progress in that book that I, I mentioned this several episodes ago, the one that Tara the wanted circle. me to read, The Circle. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. Everybody should read it. It's happening. Right, is it is it done? No, 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 no. You're I'm not, not done, done with it yet? I, I'm just sort of using it as a segue because of all the, you know, like to, to give a little bit of sci-fi dystopian, like liter- literature history, like with 1984 and everything, it, I'm... I just see so much double speak and thought police and bullshit today that I want to talk. I don't want to talk about politics. Mm-hmm. I want to talk about political philosophy. Mm-hmm. So I don't want to talk about what you believe or what I believe or what Donald Trump or Hillary Clinton thinks or what they believe in or don't believe in. I just want to talk about uh, political philosophy, identity politics, which you're going to hear. You hear that term thrown around a lot today. And just what's wrong with everything, and especially labels, mm-hmm. because labels don't mean anything anymore. They're they're becoming so unbelievably convoluted that they have just lost all meaning. And then I remember talking about on on episode ten. This was back in the beginning of April. I had watched uh, V for Vendetta recently with Tara, and I I got banned on Rocket League for shit talking. Mm-hmm. You know, I was talking about censorship and all that stuff. And I regret not talking about this on the podcast, but I swear to God, I had told multiple people because I was just becoming more enlightened and attuned to these things that I recently came to the conclusion that the extremes on the far right and the far left, the more extreme you get, the closer they get to one another. Mm-hmm. So in my head, if you if you can imagine this political diagram, you know, like the, the left-right spectrum. It's almost like a circle. <laughs> it's like a circle. It's basically you have the center, you have the left and the right. But then as you get more and more extreme, what I, what I, whenever I would draw it for people, and I'm not kidding you, I did this like two and a half months ago. Mm-hmm. 
I basically drew like a male, like the male symbol. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then you're pointing off, and then that's basically just extreme in general. Uh-huh. It doesn't even matter whether you're left or right. Yeah. Well, as it turns out, this has been around for for a long time, and there's an actual name for it. So what I wanted to talk about, in essence, was horseshoe theory. Mm-hmm. So and, and think about a horseshoe. So yeah. you have the center of it, left, right, and then they're bending, and they get closer the more yeah. extreme. But then at the end, don't they go back out a little bit? That's not the point. Like, okay. if you look at the image, you can see. Oh, okay. Oh, they're just... Yeah, so forget, forget about those, like, yeah, those very, like, end points. But anyway, yeah, this is this has been talked about for a long time. Like, uh, ideas of them being... Like, ideas of the extremes approaching each other goes back to the 70s. But this horseshoe theory, I guess a guy named Jean-Pierre Fay uh, coined the term in 2002. So it's not that old. Mm-hmm. But I did not know about this prior to coming up with my male sex symbol okay. thing. You know what I mean? It was just kind of interesting because... I'm glad that I came up with something that apparently makes sense. Where did why did this get sparked out of you again? Just I, from the book? The the current political climate, mm-hmm. how sick and tired you and I and a lot of other thinking Americans are mm-hmm. of our apologetic society and you can't say this and you can say that and um I've talked about Dave Rubin before. One one thing that he loves saying is victimhood Olympics, Uh where like (laughs) the highest virtue for the far left, the highest virtue that you can hold is being the the most victimized victimized or trampled upon. So like, for example, you're not allowed to complain if you're a gay black man because a trans uh, Hispanic gay woman Mm -hmm. is more trivialized than you are so you're not it's it's complete insanity Mm -hmm. so basically what i wanted to talk about was and and this goes back to the v for vendetta thing i i mentioned on that podcast that it doesn't make sense to me because they blame fascists Mm -hmm. it's it's an ultra conservative group norse fire that takes over but there are so many things that are super far left, you know, like extreme gun control. That is not that's not something that the right wants to do, obviously. And that's where I, I sort of put these strings like these connected these dots in my head. So I came down to the question, what is the difference between a fascist and a communist? Mm-hmm. Do you know what the difference is? Mm-mm. I, I, I could if I thought about it, but we don't have the time. So well, tell I'll, tell you, <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you something funny. And I encourage listeners to do this. Just put in communism versus fascism. And there's like, I think the first website that comes up is like differ.com or something. And it had, it breaks it down. Mm-hmm. At least 50% of it is the same. Mm-hmm. And I'm not kidding you. Okay. What are the similarities and what are the differences? Well, so fascism aims to control every aspect of, of a citizen's life in a country, every aspect, social, economic, whatever. And... The idea of complete communism is that there is no government. There's no actual govern, governing body. Mm-hmm. The thing is, a lot of the times, if, if like I said, a lot of the things are exactly the same. And the things that aren't the same, I notice in the communist column, it says in theory or ideally. Mm-hmm. And some of them even have a footnote says, but it's never been practiced this way. Okay. So it's right. basically pointing it out to be this. It's, it's not even possible. It, it's never been practiced. Well, I mean, just look at the the history of humankind of course it's not but um restriction of free speech is also uh okay so uh, in both I, sh- of them. I should yeah i shouldn't use this um interchangeably there were other words i wanted to bring up totalitarianism authoritarianism mm-hmm. ultranationalism these are all things that i got thinking like there are these are so many labels they all mean 
similar things, but they're on different ends of the spectrum. I don't know. So I was trying to understand that. I just want to read these, um, these definitions real quick, just so, because I think it's important for people to understand this. Totalitarianism, political concept where a state recognizes no limits to its, its authority and it strives to control every aspect of public and private life wherever feasible. So that is fascism. That, that's tied to fascism, exactly. Whereas authoritarianism, if you've ever heard that term, term it is, it's a form of government, government characterized by strong central power and limited political freedoms. It's all about politics. It's not so much about personal and social issues. And I'm reading these off of Wikipedia. And ultranationalism is extreme nationalism that promotes the interest of one, stri- one state or people above all others. Uh, so that's ultranationalism was also Nazism within fascism. So okay. ism, 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 ism. And I just, I'm curious, Tommy. Now, uh, the reason I'm talking so much is because I've been listening so much lately. I've mm-hmm. been listening to that Joe Rogan podcast. I'm sitting here, you know, listening for six hours at a time. Yeah. And then Joe's listening. So now I'm talking and you're listening. Uh-huh. What do you make of Wait, all of this? Joe's Joe, Joe Rogan's listening to his guests. Oh, 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 he, yeah. I love his podcast because he just listens uh-huh. to guests that know more than he does about a particular topic. You want to know, th- this is the first thing that jumped into my head. I am, I have never been a hugely political person. Um, I pretty much make my, my political decisions for e- every four years whenever the yeah. presidential election comes around. Exactly. And I, ha- and I'm, I, I wouldn't say forced to think about it, but I'm like, this is the first time that I feel like my, my vote matters. Yes. Um, so I do vote in that. I don't vote in like my, my, uh, my local elections and stuff like that, but I'm so turned off by the political process and the, the, the that we can't all get along like it's just totally back ass words yep of uh what america really is and um because we're just supposed to be a democracy and and i feel like nobody wants to hear the other person anymore that it makes me sick that i don't and it makes me even less formed of a political opinion which is just i I, it's just a downhill spiral to me what what you said is and interestingly enough, again, people need to forget about labels, the spectrum, and everything. Just just listen to, to what I'm saying, because this, this is the gospel truth. This is not an opinion. The, the idea of a classical liberal, a classical liberal, mm-hmm. is not even, if you're going to look on the spectrum, it's not even classified as being on the left. It's actually classified as being on the right. That's a classical liberal. I've not, heard that before a few times. Not a modern-day far-left liberal. Mm-hmm. And they are folk ultra hyper focused on one thing the individual Mm -hmm. the individual's rights become they come before all else Mm -hmm. not not collective rights not the rights of identity politics that go along with one particular ethnicity or one particular gender or anything like that it's the the rights and the the pursuits of the individual and as long as they do not affect other people then that should not be an issue Mm -hmm. so in that aspect, maybe I'm a classical liberal because mm-hmm. I do believe in individual rights above all else. And I, you know, and I believe in states' rights over federal uh, government and all of those things. And back to like the censor- censorship thing, I, I was saying that so many of these aspects don't make sense where there's like this ultra-right government in V for Vendetta with uh, taking, extre- taking censor- censorship to the extreme, which of course you see that in fasc- fascism as well. 
But on the far left, that is happening today. And yet they don't call themselves out over it. Mm-hmm. And that, that doesn't make any sense to me. I mean, this the most ridiculous aspect that I saw most recently is there was a pride, and this was a, a week or two ago, I don't know, there was a pride parade. A pride parade mm-hmm. for the LGBTQ community. Mm-hmm. That you went to, right? <laughs> but I, I forgot to bring this up on the on the last episode. I, w- I went to the... I didn't go to it. There was a pride parade going on in New York City when I was in New York City. Mm-hmm. And I hated it because it was so busy. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Like, way too many people. Uh, it was an experience, you know, but that's that's fine. That's their thing. I don't care who... I don't care who... Who has sex with who? Like, that mm-hmm. that has no bearing on me. I don't like it being shoved down my throat. Mm-hmm. Poor pun intended there. Mm-hmm. But, <laughs> and yeah, it, like, when, whenever it gets really Good insane. <laughs> whenever it gets really insane like that, like, yeah, it bothers me. Because I don't shove heterosexuality down mm-hmm. anybody's throat. Or bisexuality or anything else. Mm-hmm. Anyways, that, that parade was pretty funny. Um, but then there was another one. I can't remember where it was. I'm sorry, everybody. I, I tried to do so much research before doing this. I I'm gonna say something real quick just because I'm, I'm not gonna get a lot of no 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 you no <laughs> I forgot to say another thing I want you to interrupt me as much as you can oh okay no, I'm dead serious well just uh, regarding the LGBTQ yeah. toaster oven uh, <laughs> uh, community I I am so about everybody doing what they feel is like inside of their body because I I do I'm really a big proponent of if you feel a certain way you know. You shouldn't bottle it up. You should be who you feel that you are. Um, I hope that... I mean, I'm, of course, people are going to take advantage of that at some point. Because there point. has to be a line. Yeah. So finish your thought, and then I want to I throw you a trick question. Well, I'm just saying that I just want... I love that it's becoming more and more accepted. Because only like 10 years ago, 15 years ago, that it was like, like gay it was just crazy to everybody yeah, it was yeah. like but extremely now, taboo it, it was and and now i mean even the most classical hetero you know conservative people in the world recognize that and it's, and it's are thing. at least tolerating it yeah and i think that's great because yeah. i agree with you 15 years ago mm-hmm. that was an extremely taboo subject for any we'll say conservative politician and now at this point it's just like okay like do your thing and you know don't shove it down my throat. Mm-hmm. And that's that's what I wish more people would do. Just a laissez-faire approach to it. As far as I, I told you I was going to give you like a hypothetical. I agree with that to an extent. You know, on the topic of like, for example, tran- transsexuality. Mm-hmm. What if you feel like a reptile? Mm-hmm. Or you're not a reptile. Yeah. So where's that line? <laughs> so the, and I'm, I'm not even asking. For, that's a rhetorical question. It's just food for thought for the listeners. Within the means of... Uh, medical specs, maybe. I mean, can you? Well, if we do that, then trans is out the window. No, I'm. I'm saying, well, tra- tra- medic- medical people can make you a woman. It can make you a man. That's. I'm saying whatever is you can't in the medical... bear children now. So uh, you're not a woman. You can't have uh, anything installed. To, to... Not to have a child. I mean, you know what? Not to my knowledge. Yeah. I've never heard of that. Yeah. Well, I mean, what if they installed? They... <laughs> oh my god! Uh, what if you had? Um, what if doctors could install gills on you, and you could breathe underwater, and because you feel like a fish, you're a human with gills. 
And like, dude, that would be badass. If that, they could, that would be if really they useful. Give you gills to breathe underwater. That would be super awesome. And then you, then people, people would start understanding that, and they'd be like, "I understand. I mean, if you could have the means to be somebody who breathes underwater and you feel like a fish, maybe you are. Yeah. And you get eaten by a shark, and it's like, well, you felt like a fish. Yeah, he got he got what he asked for yeah. for sure. So again, that's just food for thought for mm-hmm. listeners. But all the way back to the the pride parade thing. This happened recently, a week or two ago, and it was another Pride Parade somewhere else. And a group of lesbians mm-hmm. got down in the street, lay down, mm-hmm. and protested it mm-hmm. because of some new thing. I don't even know what this is. They and protested I'm a, the Pride Parade? The Pride Parade because of this thing called lesbian erasure by trans women. Uh, if I'm saying that right, I never know. Is a trans woman a man that became a woman? Yes. Oh boy, I think so. Well, but number, do you see one, what I'm saying? How insane this is! Yeah. Like there's those people are supposed to be celebrating each other and standing in solidarity, mm-hmm. and they're tearing they're tearing themselves apart, and that is a hallmark of the extreme left. Mm-hmm. It is a hallmark of the. I mean, I hate the extreme right. But they definitely stick together. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Which at least makes logical sense. Again, I do not espouse anything on the far right or on the extremes on either side. But the the level of hypocrisy and just mania or mania in that, I, mania. I, I don't understand Pun it. intended. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. That might have been a Freudian slip. <laughs> And then I was listening to there's, – there's, there's, there's a new word or phrase or movement every week nowadays – and there's a new there's a new word I learned. Remember we talked about doxing, although that's been around for a while. Incel. You know what it stands for? I've heard it before. No. Involuntary celibate. Basically, there's a fancy word for a guy who can't get laid. <laughs> and there's like this movement, and they're like blaming it on women. Hey, what does cis mean? Cisgender is like your your gender. Male and male. You identify that there's male and female, and nothing else. Uh, oh. I'm pretty sure. Oh. Okay. <laughs> Definition. Denoting or relating to a person whose sense of personal identity and gender corresponds with their birth sex. So, yeah, you're, you are stand for the M or an F, and that's what you identify with. Okay, so I feel like... It's the opposite of trans. Yeah, and it's also... I feel like cis is almost... Cis is thrown around as, like, a derogatory term. Yes, by the left. Or would I wouldn't even say it's the left. It's just by it's definitely by the left. Well, what if there's a transgender conservative calling you a cis? Okay, that's <laughs> you're you're right. I, I should have said generally. Okay, because it is generally from the left because they are usually the first ones to throw insults and be like, "No, you're wrong. You can't say this. You have to accept this." And then if you stand your ground and just say something very calm, like. You do you. I don't like it. And I don't believe in it. But, you know, you do you. You're a bigot and a racist and every other ist in the book, by the way. I wanted to say this earlier. This is a little bit of a backtrack. But Go for I was doing my typical watching of my streamers. Yeah. Uh, one streamer that I used to watch is, are these people called? It, people. It's Fremily. F-R-E-M-I-L-Y. It's Fred and Emily, and they stream together. So, like, both of their face nice. and they're married. Or nice. their boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever. And they're uh, in the UK, and they were talking about governments today and where they would want to live if they weren't going to live in London. Uh-huh. Um, 
and they and America was never brought up once. Be, it, just talking about government specifically, like if they want to go to a, a a country with a good government, yeah, America's never brought up anymore because we're See, that, shit. That frustrates me. Yeah, because no, we're not. Well, we are and perceived I am that way. Perceived, sure. Go anywhere. Else. Well, well, they were. I mean, there are other good countries, like they said. Of course, Sweden no, dude, and Canada. There are. <laughs> I, I think there are. I'm not even sure if Amer- uh, the United States is in the top ten anymore. I've talked about this before. The well, human, that's what I'm saying. Is the, they just weren't even mentioned? No, no, no. I, I'm talking about the Human Development Index. It's uh-huh. the HDI. Uh-huh. So it's a it's a scale that is used to measure of qu- measure quality of life per capita in a country. Uh-huh. So that's an interesting thing to look up. And those those countries like Finland, Norden. Norton, Norway. Edward Way, Edward Norton, <laughs> Norway, Sweden. Those countries always Sweden rank. Sweden and Norway getting yeah. combined is Norden. <laughs> yeah, Scandinavian countries. Mm-hmm. So that that is basically that's a one measurable way to say like, okay, that's a really good place to live. Mm-hmm. But in terms of government, is our political system shit? Yes. Are most of our leaders shit? Yes. Do we have more freedom than anybody else in the world? Yes slowly declining our freedoms are slowly being taken away some, some of them are and some of them are we can't even drink out of plastic straws anymore <laughs> did you hear about that yes but okay. y- you know what's funny this goes to show you do not have to stay along one party line you can be a free thinking person and have different opinions i am all for that because mm-hmm. you know what else have i been preaching about that i if if especially um usually generally the left but environmentalists and we'll say the last administration. If, say the right one time. I just want to hear you say the right. The right. Okay. <laughs> if if the last administration actually wanted to do something for the planet, you know what they should have done? Mm. Ban bottled water. Make it illegal. Mm-hmm. Make it illegal. You're not allowed to produce or sell bottled water, and you're going to go to prison if you do. Do you know how much waste that would cut down? But that will, that will never happen because there's money in it. It's complete hypocrisy. I, I swear to God, I'd be the first person to vote for banning bottled water. The first? You swear to God? I swear to God, I would immediately as soon as you be found all out about it. <laughs> exactly. So, like, straws? Yeah. Except for medical. It's, it's not banned for medical usage. Well, I didn't, and this was in the, the city. Way, this I was, was in Seattle. Oh, only in Seattle? Yeah, I believe so. I was so. only looking. I'm going to look to you on this because I just heard about it on Reddit, but I didn't yeah. look into it. What, what is going on with these straws? They just, C- they Seattle, the city them. of Seattle said yes they're, they're illegal as of i think of july 1st and oh, except okay. for medical usage for for like retail stores and restaurants to to, to distribute them okay um because i went to chick-fil-a today and i got a plastic straw and i was like yeah that that's why again seattle um and starbucks is in is in the process of phasing them out by 2020 they said they're going to take them out of their business okay. so oh, there, there's just you know what's funny is i want to talk and i was thinking at one point in the future, we need to have a Joe Rogan podcast and talk for like three hours mm. about what and get hammered on it. By the way, okay, but Just a real long, long episode. Maybe that's what we'll do for like our fiftieth episode. Yes, yes, exactly. Which what by are we the at? way, we are. This is technically number twenty-one with two interludes. Okay, so it's like the nineteenth real episode. Okay, but well, we could do it earlier than that if we wanted. To. Yeah, sure. <laughs> twenty-five. Yeah. Honestly, my whole point of this episode is. Please just start questioning all these labels and movements and hashtags and insanity that is around you. And remember, you don't have to 
subscribe to you don't identity politics are trash mm-hmm. for example if you are black you don't have to be a democrat mm-hmm. if you are pro i hate myself if you're pro-life you don't have to be republican if you are this you do not like you don't have to have all these particular beliefs and fo- follow all these insane movements and perfectly align yourself with you can be a free-thinking individual and have multiple different opinions and just you don't have to vote a certain way you don't have to think a certain way you can just make sense of things the best you can but it's very important that you also are able to sit down and listen to people and just hear what they have to say even if you think they're wrong or stupid or whatever because god knows i do that all the time Mm -hmm. but i will listen to people i feel like i probably am the true definition of a moderate and I have said before multiple times, I think most people are moderate mm-hmm. at heart. I really do. I mean, this kind of stuff just, I mean, it really doesn't bother me at all. And it's probably because I don't let it bother me. Yeah. I feel like the people that do get frustrated by it kind of want it to bother them because they want to have a, a reason to yeah, speak I, about it. It's... I'm not... I'm, maybe you. No, I don't think bother is the right word. It... I'm trying to think of a really strong synonym for confused. Uh-huh. It it bamboozles me. Okay. Like it it just blows my mind the things that I see in the world and it's because most of the the very logical rational people they don't speak up. Mm-hmm. And all you see are these whack jobs and nut jobs in the media and on the news and as a result that's exactly what they want because they want to paint the, the picture that that's the norm and that's the way everybody thinks when in reality it's actually a very small minority mm-hmm. of the way that Americans think in general. But I don't know. Your beard looks good, by the way. Thanks, dude. I'm trying. It's, it's <laughs> rough. It's pat- so patchy. No, it's not as bad as you think. Uh, I appreciate you, that. I think, you're, I think you're focused on the patchiness, but I think it's just, it's just your facial hair. I'm, I'm sure my, my... Own it. The, these people that I work with now at my new job, they're like, wow, we hired this kid and he was like all clean shaven and professional and now he wears jeans and his face looks like shit. It doesn't look like shit. <laughs> okay. It really Thank doesn't, you. I promise you. Thank you, dude. Well, here's what I want to do. <laughs> I want to leave this episode with... I want to hear from people. So bad. Yep. I want to hear from people who are equally confused and just trying to make sense of it all. Go out there, listen listen to different people, strike a conversation with a stranger, go to a pride parade and be like, yo, what what's your whole story? Like mm-hmm. what you know, what why are you participating in this? Or why are you not participating in this? And all that kind of stuff. It, it's so important to just have these dialogues with people. And there's a reason why like Joe Rogan podcast, number one in the world. It's the biggest podcast. Yeah. Or at least on I think it is in the world. But yeah, I think it's the number one. It's the most one. Do you know why? Because he gets people on and talks to them for three hours and yeah. just lets anybody say whatever they want. And yeah. he might be like, this is bullshit. He just questions. He's a very good question. He, yeah, he's very inquisitive and he listens. And, and he will – he'll grill people. Like you can tell he loves Dave Rubin, has a very good relationship with him. But a couple things, he's like, no, you're you're wrong on this. So I don't – I wish I had the knowledge to say that somebody was wrong or you were wrong on something particularly. But I, I don't. And so I can't get on my high horse yeah. like Joe Rogan does, obviously. Yeah. But I do have to say that I'm just, I, I, I think it's been an exponential downturn of, of, um, quality, just, just human quality. Um, and may, and I'm using quality very 
loosely here. I just, culture. The the quality of our actually, culture it's is... it's not even culture. I just think that it's it's very... To hear... To always be around combative people yeah and to always hear what's wrong and what's and what's right and what's wrong and what's right and not learning how to coexist yeah is bodes really poorly for our future yeah <laughs> that's my final thing our, yeah. our ac just turned on so. yeah so anyways we want to hear from you we we maybe we'll pick this up on another conversation another time uh if i misspoke on anything objectively please 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 correct me if I misspoke subjectively, send me your opinion. We'll talk about it. But uh, yeah, just just read the it's circle. Read shit. The circle by Dave Eggers. Yeah, Egger. I'm I'm gonna have a final review of that whenever I finish it. Sugar, see you, Walter. Egger. Your skin is hanging off your bones. <laughs>